God wants you to speak faith. In August of 1980, God gave instructions to me for Word of Faith Ministries. He said, proclaim the Word of Faith, be a showcase of ministries, and train people to fulfill the Word of God. Now, let's get into today's message. And now, a message from December 2011 called, God's Rayma Contains the Power. But I like having my mouth satisfied with good things. Now, you know, this is a, a very mundane example. <laughs> but I'm going to give you a really mundane example here. I happen to like Swiss cake rolls. I just really like Swiss cake rolls. I don't know what it is, the chocolate and the cream and everything. It's just nice. You know what I'm saying? And when I eat one of those things, whoo, it just tastes so good. It's sweet and the texture and all of that. It's just nice. You know what I'm saying? It satisfies my mouth. It's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's totally in the natural. That's just a natural example of something that I personally like, that I enjoy, and I eat that Swiss cake roll, mm, and it just tastes good. I'm, it just satisfies my mouth with good things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, this is a way higher step above that. Remember, God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His examples are better than our examples. <laughs> Amen. He satisfies my mouth with good things. Now, there's a purpose to it, though. Notice what it says. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagle. Now, if you've ever studied the eagle, an eagle will grow feathers, obviously, throughout its life. And it as it gets older, those feathers get duller and start, you know, basically looking old and ragged. And, you know, they're, they, they are not as, uh, as clean and crisp as they were when they first came out. And so what that eagle does, very unusual, what that eagle will do is he'll fly high into the mountains. And he'll get way, way high up in the mountains. And he'll start, he'll, he'll come down to earth up there where he's protected. He's high in the mountains where nothing can get to him. And he'll pull those old feathers out. And it looks like he's, you know, like it's destructive. Like it's, you know, what's he doing to himself? Pulling all his feathers out. But he pulls out those old feathers. And over a period of time, new feathers grow into, his, into the place of those old ragged-looking feathers. And now he spreads his wings. And he looks like he has been completely renewed. He's got new, fresh, young feathers. And he has been renewed. And so they use the example here, your youth is renewed like the eagles. Now I know some of you, you've been saying to yourself, now listen to this, listen closely, you've been saying with your mouth and you need to quit it. <laughs> you've been saying, oh, I just feel so old. Oh, I'm so tired and old. No, 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 no. You shouldn't be saying you're old and tired. You should be saying my youth is renewed like the eagles. That's a promise of God. And it's a promise of God that's in the word of God. And that word contains the power to cause itself to come to pass in your life. Woo! Guess what? That means your youth is renewed like the eagles. You can be renewed physically amen 
There's power within that word to cause that word to come to pass in your life. Do you see that? That's what I want you to see out of this study. You say, well, Dr. Bill, what does that have to do with the Christmas story? Well, it has everything to do with the Christmas story because it shows the underlying principle that was involved in that coming to pass. See, the Christmas story is not just a story. You know, a lot of people at, at the time of year of Christmas, they look at that and say, you know, well, it's just a nice story. No, it's not a nice story. It's history. Do you know what the word history, if you break that down, is his story. History is all about Jesus. Let me tell you something, folks. It is all about Jesus. It's not all about you. It's not all about the history of our country, as blessed as that is. It's not about the history of the world. It's not about the history of conquerors and kings. It is the history, his story, the story of Jesus Christ. That's what's important. That's what's key. So we're not talking about a pretty story here. It is a pretty story. Nothing wrong with that. But guess what? It's not just a story. It's not just a Christmas story. It is history. It is his story. And it is absolute fact. Jesus was, in fact, born of a literal virgin. Now, there's a lot of people say, Yeah, but you know, Dr. Bill, <coughs> excuse me, come on. I don't really have to believe that Jesus was born of a virgin, do I? Well, do you, if you don't believe that, how can you believe the Bible? The Bible teaches it absolutely, positively, 100%. It does not leave anything, you know, <laughs> to be interpreted. You see what I'm saying? We're, I mean, it's exactly what it says. Mary asked the angel specifically, Now, wait a minute. How is this going to happen? See, and I have never known a man. Now, you can't... <laughs> you can't paint that any other way than what it is. She was a virgin. And the Bible said specifically, the prophecy was, the virgin shall conceive. So it was a fulfillment of prophecy. So how can you sit there and say, oh, yes, I'm a Christian. Oh, yes, I believe. Oh, yes, uh, you know, I I'm okay. Me and God are all right. But I don't believe all that miracle stuff. I don't believe all that virgin birth stuff. I don't believe all that split in the Red Sea stuff. Well, then what do you believe? <laughs> you know, I remember, it's going to sound a little funny, but I remember a college class that I took that was called the philosophy of art. Now, why they called it the philosophy of art, I don't know, because it was mainly just philosophy. <laughs> and the whole point of this instructor, he, you know, he had this PhD and all this, and he was supposedly a brilliant person and all, you know, typical professor professorial looking guy you know very stuffy looking and gray and so forth and, you know three-piece suit and the whole nine yards and he stood up before the class and he says now class and he brought a chair out he set the chair in front of the class he says does this chair exist <laughs> and i looked at the chair it looked like a chair to me <laughs> and i said yeah that chair exists and he looked at me and he says how do you know <laughs> Well, you know, his point was that in philosophy, how can we know anything? 
How do we know the chair is there? Perhaps it is merely a concept of a chair. Perhaps someone has just conceived of the chair, and therefore it exists only in our minds. What? <laughs> the chair was a chair, okay? And in matter of fact, it was a chair very much like the one I was sitting in. If, it, if the chair could hold me, the chair was there, okay? <laughs> it was a real chair. <laughs> well, in the same way, these same nuts get all crazy with what the Bible says and say, see, how do we know that this is not just a philosophical statement, that when it says that Jesus was born of a virgin, then, of course, it's just talking about the fact that she was a young girl and there was, it wasn't that she really was a virgin. There's no real miracle here. See, that's what they want to say. They want to get all philosophical on you. Well, I'm talking reality. I'm talking I can go sit in the chair. Okay? <laughs> this is reality, folks. And guess what? You can sit in the chair. Amen. In other words, you can trust the Word of God. That's what it boils down to. The integrity of God's Word. God wrote it down. He gave it to us. If He gave it to us, and it was spoken out of His mouth, and it was written down the holy men of old as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost, which is what the Bible says happened, then guess what? We can trust his word. We can trust in the integrity of the word of God. And when God's word says that Mary said to the angel, how's this going to happen? I've, I've never known a man. Then I guarantee you she was a literal, physical virgin and when she received the rhema word of god a miracle took place in her life and that miracle became a a uh, an egg in her womb that was caused to be fertilized by the sperma of the incorruptible seed of the word of god through the spoken word the rhema word that was spoken so that when Jesus was born physically he was the word made flesh I'm going to go over to John Gospel of John chapter 1 in the beginning this is the beginning of all things was the word with a capital W and the word with a capital W was with God and the word with a capital W was God you see what it's saying the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, Him who, Him the Word, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He was in the world, listen to what it's saying, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. 
Woo, I believe on the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Verse 13. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14. And the Word, capital W, the Word, capital W, that was in the beginning, and the Word was God. Do you see that? The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. He was the Word that became flesh. And that Word that became flesh came by agency of the Holy Spirit moving upon this young girl who was a virgin through the incorruptible sperma of the Word and caused her to be made physically, actually, not philosophically, physically pregnant with the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And he is literally the Son of God, literally the I trust that you enjoyed the Speak Faith broadcast today. Word of Faith Ministries is a multimedia outreach ministry that provides the SpeakFaith.tv Fire TV app, the SpeakFaith.tv Roku channel, the SpeakFaith.tv live streaming internet TV network available at the web address sftv.io and the on-demand SpeakFaith.today internet video service to showcase ministries preaching the uncompromising word of faith. We also provide technical support and web hosting for many great churches and ministries, including Expedition Church of the Triad, Word of Faith Worship Center, and Word of Faith Radio. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world with the Word of Faith, you may do so on the web at paypal.me slash speakfaith or at our mailing address, Word of Faith Ministries, P.O. Box 5213, High Point, North Carolina, 27262. For more information, visit our main website at speakfaith.org. The Speak Faith broadcast is brought to you by Word of Faith Ministries and our partners around the world.